Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, this is Chesney Hawks here. You are watching My Hammers 11 with the one and only Russ. Hi everybody, Russ and My Hammers 11. Hope you are all safe and well. If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing and hitting the bell icon to make the main time I put new content on. As always, I'd like to thank our lovely channel sponsors, Untucket. Check them out in the description below. Today's a guest who's got a similar amount of hair to me. Um, <laughs> Oh, do you know, as I said to you before, it's like, this is long for me. And that's and that's your lockdown here, Johnny. I'm quite impressed. It, it's Johnny from West Ham Fan Zone. He's doing a lot of stuff on Twitter and, and, and gearing up for when we can have live events and stuff like that, which is good. How are you, Johnny, man? Yeah, really good. Thanks for having me on, Rock. Really absolute pleasure. Yeah, absolute pleasure, buddy. Now, I wanted to get you on because it was, because, um, I mean, let's talk about, let's talk about the West Ham Fan Zone stuff first. Because I mean, you know, why did you start? What, what was the what was the thoughts behind starting the, the Twitter stuff, and obviously moving into the evenings and nights when when we can meet up? What was what was sort of the the whole story behind it? Yeah, sure. So the West Ham Fan Zone, I set up a, a Facebook page about seven years ago, and now we're actually the largest West Ham um, supporter page on Facebook with wow. uh, thirty eight fans. Um, we're on Twitter and Instagram as well. Um, we've sort of got smaller fan bases on there, but yeah, we've got a whole community going on. It's just been really, really fun to watch that grow. Um, we've, you know, been growing a lot more recently as well with West Ham doing so well, you know, more and more people are interested in the news and, um, you know, it's always when you're performing well, it, it goes better because people want to interact more, but yeah, it's such, so much fun to, to do. And, uh, it means that I get to stay up to date with the club and, um, yeah, I just absolutely love doing it. And Brilliant. like you mentioned, we're doing uh, we've got an event coming up on uh, June 26th in uh, Hornchurch Conservative Club. We are doing a end of season party with um, Tony Cotty and Frank McAvenny. So it's an opportunity for West Ham fans to come along and uh, meet club legends. And this is just the first of many that we've, uh, we've got in the pipeline. So it's really exciting. Yeah, it's cool. And it's great for me because it's literally a two minute walk. Yeah, that's it. ideal. That's ideal. It. Well, that's, that's ideal. But I was going to say, you say people can come, but it's sold out. 
Yep, yep, it's sold out. This week. <laughs> you know, we, we're hoping this one's going to be a great success. And as I say, we've got a lot more in the pipeline, so people will be able to get tickets um, in the future for other events. No, it's good, man. It's good, man. And it's ho- is it hosted by Wardy as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mark Ward's going to be there. Um, he's sort of doing the questioning, and we're just going to hear stories from those three. So, yeah, it's going to be a really, really great evening. And right. it's the first first one after lockdown. So, yeah, it's going to be so much fun to see the Yeah, West I think and- that might be the first time all three of them have been doing an evening. I know, I know I've, I've seen Macca and, and Cotty and, and, and Wardy and Macca, and, but all three of them, yes, yeah, it's, it's going to be good. It's going to be good fun. And I'll be there, obviously, you know, just flying the flag. Might as well. It's just down the road. That's what I mean. That's what I mean, Johnny. It's like it's 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 probably the closest. Actually, no, the Queen's Theatre is close, slightly closer. So next time, next time, that's about another two hundred yards down the road. But yeah, that'd be good. Be good fun. And he said it'd be end of the season, so it'd be a Champions League celebrating party, which is even better. (laughs) Could you imagine? Could you imagine what it's going to be like if that's the case? Bloody hell, bloody hell. But I mean, yeah. And, and apart from obviously that, uh, you mentioned obviously during lockdown and obviously this season, they've been doing a lot better. So the, the page has been growing. But how have you been? How have you been, Johnny? Yeah, I think because West Ham have been doing well, it's made it a lot easier for me. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously it's been really difficult. I'm 22. So right now I just want to be out and about doing stuff. Um, should be at uni, uh, but I'm stuck at home. Um, so it's been difficult, but you know, having West Ham every weekend and winning so many games, it's yeah, it's made it a lot more enjoyable and a lot easier to get through. I'm really looking forward to everything opening up. Yeah, definitely. It's true. It's it's the one thing which, you know, West Ham always plays in the back of our minds, but as you said, it's the one thing which hasn't had to happen considering everything else that's gone in the world so far so you know it's it's a it's a light relief so to speak and as you said it's exciting isn't it every, every time now i that west ham play you know when the game's finished you want the next game to kick off straight away because particularly at the moment but the last bloody three games you know we scored nine goals and conceded seven or something ridiculous like or six no yeah, six seven yeah, no seven exactly seven that. yeah what? oh my god my heart I said to my mates, the last 10 minutes of each of the last three games, I've basically just been on the floor, like just <laughs> waiting for the trailer whistle. We've been going so slow. Yeah, we've got through. We've got through. So it's great. It is. Yeah. We've, yeah. It's the three points that matter. Hope, hopefully, you won't go to goal difference by the end of the season because we were it. Yeah. No, I've got a good feeling. I've got a good feeling about this season. I think it's just, and but you know, wherever we finish this season, it's been a great season. You know, I know we've still got seven games left and we know that so much can change, but. Considering when we finished last season, um, you know, it's chalk and cheese. You know, I just can't, I still, I still can't really process my head around the the, the level of improvement. We've, in the same squad, really, that he finished the season with, to be fair. Um, you know, bar maybe Soufal and Ben Rama, mm. really got much. And obviously Lingard, now a bit different. But until Lingard came along, it was relatively the same squad. And, you know, he's, he's getting a good tune out of a Moisey. And I mean, I know you talk to the, you know, obviously, you know, obviously people like TC and Macca and people like that, and obviously me too. And 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 they're so impressed by by David Moyes and just the backroom staff and just, I mean, someone made a good point, you know, to me the other day. You know, is this as good as a team in eighty five, eighty six? And uh, you know, uh, they're different eras, but this is my and your eighty five, eighty six team, unfortunately. You know. I, but I hope, I hope it's not. I hope next year we we finish fourth and fifth. You know. Yeah, we've got to see because I think that's the thing. 
what I think a lot of West Ham fans are fearing is, you know, this will be a one-off and then there won't yeah. be the investment in the future to carry on. I, yeah. I really hope this is a springboard for us to now, you know, mm. move on and try to cement ourselves as a as a top eight, top six club in the Premier League. That that has to be the aim now. That has to be the aim. We've got to invest in order to do that. Yeah, no, you, you're right. And, and it's true. I mean, you know, everyone looks at the... And I've said it before on, on channel recently. Um, people were saying, oh, you know, it's... You know, it, it, our last season was the last season at the bowling, da, da, da. and I think that was a bit of a... And I think that season was like... Because traditionally, we have a good season and play rubbish for three or four seasons. Mm. But I think that season was like... You can't really look at that as a good season because, for me, it was it was a different season. You know, and every player, you know, looking back at it, if I was, if I was like, you know, dissecting it, you know, like mm. if I was an analyst at half-time on Sky Sports... For me, it was looking at it now with like with my rose tinted glasses off. It was a good season, but it was pretty much just give the ball to Pyatt. Yeah, really, realistically, yeah. yeah. And you know, and the players around him, you know, if they're all playing FIFA. They've all got like, a plus five attribute card because <laughs> you know because basically it's the last time we're playing Arsenal at the bowling. It's the last time we're playing Liverpool at the bowling. So naturally, they are going to be playing more. This team's different. This team would yeah. piss on that team absolutely pissing that team in terms of team spirit morale <coughs> christ you know look where we are now where you know we've declan rice is out we've got antonio out for the season um agbon has been out those are three of our starters yep. crestwell is probably gonna be out for the next couple of, next at least next game so that's four of our first team and we're probably not still getting a result in newcastle because of that that's some balls you know it's like where we had part you know last that season at the bowling when pirate was injured we were crap we were proper yeah. crap, you know, yeah. and then he came back. It was like all oh, better again. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he dragged us out of a lot of a lot of holes, didn't he, that season? And it's like you say, it's it's a it's a squad now. And yeah. um, we did a we did a post on the on the page the other day, just saying, you know, no Og Bonner, no Antonio, no Rice, which is pretty much the spine of the team. You know, yeah. all missing, and we've still got two fantastic results in the last two games, and we're still in the top four. So it just shows the squad harmony and. Um, you know the strength of, of all the players this season and the mindset yeah it's, it's 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 definitely for me a better team overall and like like you say if the two played each other i think this team would play the other team oh, the park, definitely. as long as there's no free kicks at 25 yards out, <laughs> we're anywhere right. anywhere the team, yeah, anywhere yeah, anywhere <laughs> but uh yeah i mean it, yeah it, it is what it is and as you said i think you know i think Moyes gets you know rightly so it seems like the football world's world's turning back on to david Moyes. you know it's, it's for me like they turned their back a little bit he was sort of like the black <laughs> sheep but they seem to be embracing and he seems to be like i remember when he first started for the second when he came back he was like just doom he just looks he just looked gray and now he's yeah. full of he's smiling you know and it, and it's, it's it's really nice to see and the as you said there's a real team spirit i mean obviously i'm there at the grounds so i see a lot of yeah. stuff which no one else sees and so you know one of the things which i don't remember any manager doing is about an hour and a half before the game all the squad go for a little walk around the pitch all of them you know they might have headphones in or whatever they might be jostling with each other all masked yeah. up whatever, but they go for a little walk around the pitch lovely lovely you know including like including david moyes including alan irvine and kevin yeah. and, and steve they all just go for a little walk and it's just yeah. lovely and it's stuff like that you know it's just like it's, it's such a team team bond there now and it's just lovely to see we, you know and it's great i think anything to be honest obviously it's horrible what's gone on in the world and how it's completely changed everything we've done but for west ham i think it's really helped us 
I really think it has as a as a, as a yeah. club, as a as a supporter base. We were quite fractious, I think, last season, like in the summer mm-hmm. last year. You'd have known it more than ever on you know having to admin posts and stuff on Facebook. And, yeah, and very much. You know, it wasn't wasn't a nice place. Now we all come back. Maybe for, over the that Southampton game for those ten thousand mm-hmm. who were lucky enough and come. You know, obviously Champions League qualifiers in June, uh, July rather, of course. We'll be coming back. We'll be we'll be we'll be chomping a bit to go back there. We we'll chomping yeah. a bit to sing and yeah. and sit and cheer the crowd and cheer the players and you know it's it's um I think it's been the making of it's, it's the reborn of West Ham. That's the way I see it. You know because yeah. there was a lot of con, obviously leaving the bowling. Duh, 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 you know people. You know, but I think this is this has started us again. You know we've got a team to be proud of and uh, yeah it's. Uh, no, it's good, and hopefully, as I said, come June, you know, when we when we can all come back and everyone, you don't have to wear masks anymore, or, or we can shake hands, shake hands. That's gonna be the weirdest thing. Everyone's gonna have a really limp handshake, aren't they? So everyone's used to doing that. Everyone's used to doing that or doing that. They're gonna proper, you know, oh, oh, it feels be weird. a bit cautious, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, it's like all the shops and pubs open now. It's like my wife said to me. I said to my wife, oh, you probably go down the shops, aren't you? She went, I don't know if I want to, to be honest. Mm. You know, it's mm. like, it's, it's, there's going to be that sort of hesitancy, but yeah. Although the pubs don't seem to worry. Christ, you know, walking walking through Hornchurch today. God dear. Absolutely one packed, pub. aren't they? Oh, it's mental. Mental. Where do you live, Johnny? Um, I live in Essex, um, yeah. near like Bishop Stortford area. Oh, lovely. Um, nice. But yeah, it's the pubs are absolutely packed here as well. So yeah. I think people, they were calling it Pubmas yesterday, weren't they? And uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Merry Pubmas. Everybody was going back out and, and getting a draft point. So no, it's nice to see. It's good to see that you know everything's going a bit, a bit more back to normal. Yeah, it's a bit. Yeah, although I feel like a real sort of oh, what's the word? I don't know. Like I walk past like the pubs now. Like last mm. two days, I've taken my dog for a walk, and I wince a little bit. Do you know what I mean? I don't know why, because it's like actually, you know, it's fair play. You know, this is what we're allowed to do now. But part of me thinks, mm. oh, it's too many people there. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, <laughs> oh, oh. But the, the gym. It's going to take a bit get. of getting used to, isn't it? Exactly. It's the gyms I don't get because I think the pubs are outside, but it's the gyms. You're thinking mm. it's all a bit close, a bit sweaty, and you know, most people go to the gym probably. Are haven't been vaccinated yet because they're probably under the age of forty. Yeah, Same that's a very pubs. good point. Yeah, Pub, pubs were crawled with, with with like young young lads and stuff, and fair play to them. But yeah, um, no, I think I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll wait for my second jab. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'm not a pub person. <laughs> probably anyway. I'm not a pub person. Not a pub person. But the good news is because of the because of the COVID because everything's happened, the Conservative Club in Hornchurch has completely redone itself out the back. That's all new. It's all new now compared to last. Yep. You know, so. Looking yeah, well, I it. haven't actually been there before, but I've seen some images and it, yeah, it looks like it's going to be an absolutely awesome venue from what we've heard from other people, you know, it's going to be a really, really good venue for that night. So well, yeah, can't wait. I, I, I say this now, Johnny, my daughter had her birthday party there. So if my daughter had a birthday oh, cool. party there, Mrs. Budden had, you know, decreed it's a worthy venue. So there we go. So you, I'll you're take your right. word for it. I'll take your take, word for well, it. Don't take my word. Take Mrs. Budden's word for it. And I did say to her, <laughs> I said, oh, oh, they got a, a night down the conservancy club. I said, oh, that's a good idea. Mm. That's it. It's fountain of knowledge. Fountain of knowledge, John. Right. Okay. So, first question 13, 14 minutes in. Um, why West Ham, Johnny? Why West Ham, man? Well, growing up, um, my dad was never really into football. My uncle was a massive football fan, and he was a West Ham fan. And um, I, I was sort of, you know, growing up in Essex, so it's the closest team, yeah. and it made a lot of sense. Um, and then 
probably when I was about six or seven, I remember Michael came up to me and said, look, set yourself on West Ham. I'll give you a tenner if you support West Ham. And he said it's best £10 he's ever spent because now he's always got someone to watch the football with. And since then, yeah, just been West Ham through and through from that day. So, But sometimes I think £10 to go through some of the suffering. Oh, I'll tell you what, for a tenner, when you're a youngster, <laughs> t- a tenner's fine. But like yeah. now, Christ, yeah. yeah. Yeah, if I said that, if I, inflation definitely. Infl- if, I, if my <laughs> daughter said that to me now, it wouldn't be a ten; it would be a yeah, ten pounds worth of robux or whatever they should. Yeah, what the kids <laughs> do? I don't know. I don't understand what goes on with these kids, but yeah, God, that's that's not a bad level of investment. He's thinking ahead then, as no. you said. You know, that's like <laughs> buying that's like buying Bitcoin when when it started. You know, yeah, that was exactly that exactly. was that was investment for the future. That's no, very good, man. And as you said, once you go, that's it. You're hooked, aren't you? You're yeah, hundred percent. Um, and also, I mean, you know, for a lot, I mean, I, I thought I saw something the other day about it and, you know, you've got to think when you're young and you go to, a, you go to the bowling ground or London stadium now, you know, for, for a lot of kids, that's the most amount of people they've ever seen in one place. Um, yeah. you know, it's 35 or almost 60,000 at London stadium. That's a big, that's a lot of people, you know, um, <clears> obviously not, not the moment, but you know, that's a lot of people to see in one place. So it must've been. I can't remember being intimidated though by it when I went to my first game, which was early nineties. Really, mm. I don't remember being intimidated by so many by all these people, but I should have been because it's just too. You know, you have maybe thirty people in your class, maybe a school assembly. You might have a hundred or so, but this is like th- thousands of thousands of people. I think also the game I went to wasn't very well attended. I think we, we had about eleven thousand <laughs> anyway, so it was like ease, ease myself in. But yeah, it's um. It's one of those things, isn't it, where you, it was like the other day, I was talking to someone and they were thinking, they were talking back at, about the first game they went to. And it turned out it was, it was the same first game as I went to. So, oh, really? we had, yeah, we sort of relived those memories. And I've been fortunate <laughs> enough to interview a lot of players who played in that game, like Julian Dix, for example. And I said to Julian, obviously, you scored the first goal I ever saw at the bowling. And I told him the wow. game. He went, and he went, uh, I scored two then, Russ. I, went, I know you scored two, <laughs> but you scored the first one I saw, you know. Actually, it wasn't the first guy. He's I not saw letting anyone go. No, it never does. They never do. They never do. <laughs> Watch out for Tony no. Cotty. Is all I'm telling you. Yeah, if you if you get any, I you know, I, know, I mean, you know, T, I mean, TC. God dear, I, I tried to make sure I had all the stats ready, everything, and I'd stupidly Wikipedia'd how many England caps he got, and it's just it's always wrong. Wikipedia is always yeah, wrong. Always and wrong. I was one, always I was wrong. one out. I was one out. <sighs> I gave him either one too many or one less. Whatever it was, he picked up on it. But yeah, they do. They do care about the, you know these things, um, which is incredible when you think how many games people play and they still remember that. I mean, Tony Cotty will remember every goal he scored, basically. Encyclopedic yeah. memories. Yeah. I just find it phenomenal. I can't remember. It's like remembering what dinner you had every night. You know, it's, it's yeah. just, yeah. Although for me, it was a kebab tonight. A Tuesday kebab. <laughs> Mental. Very nice. Mental. It's Friday. We always have Friday kebab, but Mrs. Budden, oh dear, well, she didn't want me to do any cooking today. <laughs> God, anyway, my, my life, that's right. And, and that's really close to the Conservative Club, that kebab shop. So it's always good, you know, get some good fish and chips after the after the event up the road. So it's all good. Yeah, I might have um, to pop in after. Yeah, oh, my cod. Say Russ sent you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, let's let's go on and talk about your 11. So as I said, everyone we get on the channel sure. um, has to put together, well, not has to, but some some people haven't. Harry Redknapp. Ian Bishop, Nigel Coke, everyone else has put together an 11 from the players. Uh, you can pick whatever criteria you want. It doesn't have to be the best. It can be the worst. It could be your cult hero favourites, you know, your your heart <clears> 11 <throat> or injured 11. We've had them all. Um, 
but the only rule is you have to be alive to have seen them play. Yeah. That's only it. It's only fair enough. Otherwise, you know, everyone would put Bobby Moore, Billy Bonds, Trevor Brookin, but you, yourself and me weren't around there to see them, sadly. Yeah. Um, I, I saw them both manage. I saw Bonds and Brookin manage, but never saw them play. So they weren't in my team. So, you know, it's, and, and it's it's good. We've, I mean, we've had over 300 guests now on the, on the channel. It's mental. Um, and almost a year. We've almost been live for a year. A year in two weeks. There we wow. go. Celebrations, celebrations, and almost half a million, half a million video views as well. For those of you who are stacking. Wow! Congratulations. Yeah, I'm very impressed. It's only because I looked at it today and I thought, oh, that's quite a lot. Oh, I didn't realize how much it was. But anyway, anyway, uh, we're not talking about me. We're talking about you, right? So that's what we do. We do eleven. So we'll start off between the sticks, Johnny. So who is in goal for the Johnny eleven? Okay, so I've kind of picked my eleven based on players that I've just got really good memories of, nice. and then mixed in some of my favorite players and the best players that i've seen yeah. and i've tried not to be too drawn in by the success of this season and pick too many players from this season so i've tried to pick some from different eras nice. um so yeah we'll see but in between the sticks i've gone for yussi yaskalainen um, Finland's number Ooh. one just because he really reminds me of the of the bowling ground he was in goal um when i was first going to games and i was a goalkeeper when i was younger so you know i tried to model myself off him and um yeah, just got good memories of seeing Finland number one, and uh, yeah, just the atmosphere at the bowling. It just he just brings back those memories for me. So yeah, Jaskolainen in goal. Oh, that's a great shout, you see. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, I mean, he was he he came and did a really good job for us, didn't he? He came in and was just yeah. solid, and he was what we needed. Um, I always found him a very untidy goalkeeper because um, he, he had his shirts. He always had his shirts untucked, didn't he? Shirts untucked, baggy shirts. Um, but yeah, he was a he was a great shout, and he was always he always plays well. He always played well when he was at, um, playing for playing for Bolton against us. It always yeah. seemed. Um, yeah. But though, no, yeah, so oh, I like that one. That's a good start. I, I like that. I like that. It does mean I have to type Yaskalainen into the spreadsheet. Yeah, sorry about that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I won't. And obviously, for, for, for our Scandinavian friends, I will not be using the asterisks because I can't get them on yeah. my computer. Yeah. Just so, because everyone will go, oh, you didn't put the asterisks on. It's really not. It's Askelainen. Um, so anyway, so that's you. <laughs> I could have just put UC. I'm just spelling, making sure I spell him right while I'm talking to you at the same time. You multitask here on my Amazon 11. Right. Okay. UC is in. Okay. UC is in as much as I can get him. Okay. Okay. Right. So who is is uh let's go defense um so you go for you, you you do it in the order you want to go through man okay i'll go i'll go right to left um yeah. so right back i think through my lifetime west ham have only really had one properly properly decent right back uh, it's got to be vlad Sufal for me um just an absolute beast um you know seven out of ten at least every single week i know he's only been here for about a season but He's just been unbelievable, and him and Suchek, you know, their link up is it's amazing to see. So it has to be Sufal on on the right. And it's incredible, it's incredible the sort of the impact he's made. Um, you know, I mean, you know, Leicester away this season was his first game, wasn't it? I think. Um, yeah, it would have been the Leicester game, wasn't it? Because we because he just yeah. turned up and he was like, and, and a, a bit like sort of Craig Dawson, really. We sort of turned up and mm -hmm. and you thought, what what the fuck can you get for five million pounds? You know, it's like. Yeah. Yeah, what we got here some dross and he just walked in just like turned up like he played all season with us you know he'd gone for yeah. a pre-season yeah brilliant I, I love the way the Czech boys have integrated themselves they've really got themselves in to like the, the whole community side as well and it's yeah. it's great yeah. to see and you know they're loving life I mean he's my he's my pick for hammer of the year 
Um, part of the yeah. reason is because he won't win it because he's seven out of ten every game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In when yeah. I started when I started supporting West Ham, we had a, a right back who joined a couple of years in called Tim Breaker. But he basically he is Tim Breaker. Tim Breaker was seven, eight out of ten every game. But because of that, mm. you sort of glazed over him. You know, John Cena, you can't see me because because you know, <laughs> he wasn't scoring the goals. He wasn't scoring the goals. He wasn't, you know, uh, making, you know, lung busting runs into the box. He was yeah. just there doing yeah. his job. And it was almost like you got a bit sort of blinkered by it. But I think Vlad's great. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, one of those players this season who we can, you know, we, if God forbid we sold him, we would triple, quadruple our money for him. You know, yeah. five million. You would yeah. get five. You get fifteen, twenty million at least nowadays. It's crazy, isn't it? but yeah, he's absolutely brilliant. And I do love the fact that on Instagram, him and him and Suchek, he always takes a picture of him and Suchek. Get a little photo together. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I love I think that. It's like a comp. I always think it's like he's won a competition. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? It's yeah. like I'm, I can't believe I'm your rival. You know what I mean? But um, no, that's brilliant. It's, and it's if, and if anything, and if anything, those boys have just introduced us to the ambassador, and the Czech ambassador yeah. is an absolute legend. And if he yeah, gets, if he get, I reckon he could get run up, runner up, Kufau, Sufau rather could get run up of the Hammer of the Year award, and Suchek would win it, mm. and the ambassador would absolutely go mental. Wouldn't he, he would go cycle, mad. He would he'd go cycle mad. Cycle all the way around the London <laughs> like it was a velodrome. It just takes to the velodrome. He just did a velodrome instead. Bless him. Yeah, just yeah, keep going around. <laughs> Right, right, we'll put Vlad in. Vlad's in. Who's next, my man? Right, so right centre-back, I'm going to go with Ginger Pele, James Collins. Nice. Um, proper old-fashioned centre-back. Actually lives near me, so I see him out and about quite a bit. And When you see him next, can you tell him to respond to my Instagram messages? Because I've been told to Instagram him several times. Just, just, just tell him. <laughs> Russ, just just message him. (laughs) Cheers. Check your DMs. Check your DMs. DMs, you lazy bugger. Anyway, go on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was was just saying, his kids used to uh, swim at the secondary school I went to, so he used to pick him up sometimes, and uh, he he wore a flat cap so that you couldn't see, but he had a full blacked out Range Rover, so he always knew when he arrived. And uh, we used to play football on the green and kick the ball over to him and uh, try to get him to kick it back, but he always always ignored (laughs) us. But (laughs) it's worth a try. It's worth a try. I love it. He's such yeah, a dude. Isn't he? player, just... And you're right. It's sort of no nonsense defender that we all love. We love them. You know, I think that's why we've sort of yeah. taken to Mr. Dawson so much because yeah. again, he proved us all wrong, which we're all happy, happy to be proven wrong, but he's got that sort of a bit like GP in terms of mentality. You know, he'll just put any part of his body in front of the ball. And yeah. as much as we like culture defenders, <laughs> you know, playing it from the back, we we want people to go to roll their sleeves up and have a go and 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 Ginge epitomise that absolutely epitomise that yeah right yeah. GP's in who's next I'm gonna go with Ogbonna next to him um, I think he's been consistent for a few years but th- this yeah. year uh, he's just been absolutely unbelievable mm-hmm. um, some of the performances he's put in you know getting the ball out but also just being composed on the ball at the back. I can't wait to have him back. Hopefully, I've heard he's going to be in a squad this weekend. I don't know if he'll be fit enough to start, but especially because I think Cresswell X tweeted today that Cresswell's out for three weeks. Mm. So maybe we can get Ogbonner in that left centre-back role in the back in the back three, five. So, yeah, yeah. but what a player. Yeah. And um, I think he, he compliments James Collins well, uh, well in the team as well. So, yeah. 
definitely and, and you're right he's just found it but like this season he's found the form of his life just you know he's i mean he's 32 now towards the towards the twilight of his career it's typical isn't it but um mm-hmm. i know what you mean i think there's a reason why we've conceded seven goals in three games i think dawson and ogbonna work together as a as a pair and um he i think dawson and they, and they can it always seems like they're doing their own job but i think dawson's always mm. trying to second guess what diop so he's almost doing two jobs and we and you know again i think that was the issue sometimes when deck and nobs used to play together before suchek came into the frame deck was almost doing two yeah. jobs and i think um yeah yeah i think oggy's yeah he, he's and again it's a shame he's been injured because i think he was well up there for ham of the year and i think maybe mm. he may just lose a few votes because of it because he's not you know but is what it is isn't it but yeah he's brilliant isn't he i think he's great and i and you maybe maybe yeah maybe with crest coming but maybe he could play the th- uh, the left-sided and then yeah massive yeah. uh, or maybe ben johnson potentially could <clears> maybe ben johnson or... yeah um, yeah but i mean you... gotta trust Moyes. you gotta trust Moyes. in Moyes we trust johnny in Moyes we trust man i i you know didn't want to buy a strike in january because he wanted to wait to the summer i trust him trust yeah. him his decision yeah. right okay so we've got uh Sufal collins agbonna who is next uh left back i've gone with aaron cresswell he was yes. in both the 15 16 team and the current team you know probably the best teams i've seen mm. since i've been alive and um i saw a stat that you know he's only really just behind noble in appearances for the club you know he's made yeah. a lot a lot of appearances for west ham yeah. uh, he's been consistent for us over so many years you know been the absolute you know stalwart at left back starter yeah he's, he's been budged out by Masuaku a little bit over the years but he's pretty much started every game for the last you know four or five years bar injuries and yeah. he's very very consistent and, and he's almost found like a new lease of life at this left mm-hmm. centre-back position when he played in a five this this year but even in a back four he's looked really impressive so yeah really really good left back um, yeah. and he has to be in the team yeah you're right and also i mean yeah he did he recently took over from colton in terms of the premier league appearances so it was noble then i think it was colton cole then it was cresswell i think he's taking yeah. he's like one ahead now or two ahead of colton cole now yeah. um but yeah he's, he's he's been around for a long time um and yeah this like is it is a renaissance way of you know describing it really you know and Moyes mm-hmm. Moyes does that man he does that you know there's lots of players it's not just one or two players you know you mentioned Masuaku the renaissance of Masuaku you know he was a he was a bit player before Moyes came back you know he mm-hmm. and and the thought of him going to on international duty and coming back injured didn't we were like so what you know what I mean but I remember the yeah. beginning during this season when he came back and he came back early from international duty, I remember. Um, mm. And everyone was like, why has he come back? He's not injured, is he? He's not injured. He's like critical. It's like it was a complete change of our perception yeah. of Masuaku. And it's great to see him back in the team because I just, he, he offers something which we don't have. And that's that sort of def- left-sided, he's not even a defender, really, left-winger. Um, but mm. you know, he's got a bit of trick about him. He, he brings the ball forward quite a lot. We haven't got a lot of players who just pick up the ball and run forward. We've got yeah, a lot of he's exciting to watch, isn't he? Yeah, he's exciting. Yeah, and he's—I mean—he's got—he's got the tricks, hasn't he? He's got some tricks on him. You know, he did, you know the other day he, he sort of you know gave Pereira a bit of a run around, to be honest. But yeah. right, yeah, okay. Krufel, <clears throat> Collins, Agbona, Cresswell, uh, midfield now, midfield. So the first centre mid I've gone for uh, just made his 400th Premier League appearance. It's got to be Mark Noble. You know, yeah. he's been in the team for as long as I can remember watching West Ham. And although, you know, he's he's not a nailed-on starter, 
now. You know, he's still so important to the to the squad, and you can see like the players respect him so much, and to actually have him around and to have a West Ham fan in the squad, I think is such an important thing. And I think a lot of a lot of teams have, have lost that, and he just yeah. brings us something unique. And um, you know, he just embodies West Ham, doesn't he? It's just yeah, it's brilliant to have him in the squad. He he totally does, and you you're, you're totally right in what you say in terms of. You know, it's an unusual quantity. To, I mean, he, he's I read the stat. He's one of only eight ever players who have played more than who played at least four hundred games for one club or something ridiculous wow. like that. It's wow. mental. And as you said, being a fan, being the club captain, again, mm. you know, there's there's a connection there with the fans and the team. He's like the the in the middle of the Venn diagram, and um, you know, obviously, you know, you know, the guys have got so much respect for him. Bloody hell, Deck runs like round the pitch to put a bloody armband back on him. You know, when he comes on. So, and that's not, and that's not coming from Mark. Mark wouldn't care less about that. But it's Declan wanting mm-hmm. to. No, you're the gaff. You're the. You're the. Yes, skipper, the respect, right? isn't it? And yeah, and I mean now, I mean, you know, he's proving people wrong again. You know, that's what I love about Mark. He always does that. As soon as people start doubting him, he had some criticism, and obviously Deck not you know, being injured, I was like, oh, fuck, it means Mark's going to have to start. The last two games, I think Mark's played the best two games I've seen him play for about 18 months. Yeah. Um, I 100% agree. And he gets so much stick, Noble. He gets so much stick. People, whenever they see him in the starting lineup, they're like, oh, not Noble. I think a lot of it is because Moyes has, in a few teams this season, played him in like a 10 role. Yes, exactly. He he cannot play. And and the game passed him by because that's not part of his skill set. But I think... As a deep-lying midfielder, as a defensive midfielder, when he's behind Suchek and Rice or when he's just playing on his own and then he's got Suchek in front of him, I think he can do a, do a real, real job. Especially, I always think he plays well in high-pressured games, in big games. Mm. And, you know, there's there's no not many bigger games than these last nine. And I think he, he can really bring it. Um, and, and, yeah, he's played well so far and I really hope it continues and he keeps proving people wrong. You're totally right. You're totally right. He, uh, just the position, the right. He's in the right position for him now, you know. And as I said, I think people yeah. turn their noses up to him because at the moment, because it was Rice, it was Suchek, and then it was, as you said, it was Joe. It was Joe. It was Noble playing as a number ten, and that frustrated people, um, particularly as there was other people potentially on the bench who could do other jobs, Ben Rahm and people yeah. like that. So I, I, I totally get that. But I think yeah, he's and and hopefully you know he. he Hopefully he's all right for Newcastle. You know, his arm, mm. I don't know. But, but, I haven't you know, heard anything. I, I haven't heard nothing. But it's one of those things where, you know, and that's what I like about our team at the moment. If we can't predict R11, how's Steve Bruce going to predict it? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and and that's what I love about it. We, you know, it's always a twist. He'll throw Ben Rama in yeah. or we'll put someone here. And, you know, and that's what I love about our team at the moment. And just one or two places get changed and the whole <clears throat> team looks different. And it's brilliant. Right. Marky Noble's in. Who's next then, Johnny? I think I'm going to go with Shuku Koyate just because I've got some really Ooh. good memories of some goals that he scored. And I just enjoyed watching him play. He was one of those players who could do it in both boxes. You know, he's a tough tackler, good goal scorer. I could easily go with someone like Rice or Suchek, but as I say, I don't want to put too many people, I don't want to be blinded by the fact that we've just done so well recently. So yeah, I'm going to go yeah. Shiku Koyate because it's got some good memories of him. Yeah, no, and he's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, when he was in his pomp, he was like, he was like, de- he could be devastating, couldn't he, on his day? He could yeah. be, he could literally, yeah. he was a man mountain. As you said, like top bloke as well. Lovely guy. Yeah, it always really, seemed really happy sweet. in all the videos yeah. you saw. And he, when we used to do the open training sessions at the um, at the bowling, particularly, mm. 
it was him, <coughs> Sacco, Valencia, Adrian. These guys were literally there for hours after everyone else. Signing yeah. everyone's shirt, taking pictures with everyone. He loved his time there. Loved yeah. it. I think he was probably yeah. devastated to have left. Um Mm-hmm. I, I got it sounds a really wanky memory but i was <laughs> i i i it was me it was me kiate and sacco in the in the dugout watching the <laughs> west ham versus uh Berkakara in the europa league and i was doing the announcing there and i was there, and i and i didn't have a clue about any of how to pronounce anything no one no one knew anything and they were laughing at the striker for for Berkakara, who was a guy called Fabrizio mm-hmm. Macoli. And obviously he's like a proper Italian in, former international. He's you know yeah. he's like me. Yeah. He's a big lad now. And, he, and he, they were sponsored yeah. by McDonald's, which was quite funny as well. Um, yeah, they remember, were laughing, at, laughing at. Do you remember? And Mark Noble did the, yeah. you know, um, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and and they were laughing. And I was like, no, 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 honestly, uh, they were. I said, no, guys, he's 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 a, he used to be really good. They went, no. So I had to get my phone out, Wikipedia, Sheridan yeah. for Britain, you know, he played for know, Inter Milan or whatever. They were like... Yeah, played Serie A for quite a few years, didn't he? Yeah, he's like international, <laughs> like, yeah. But yeah, top, top guy. And he, you know, always gets a great reception when he comes yeah. back. Well, obviously, when the fans are in, he always gets a great reception. But no, I like Czech. Yeah. Czech was a lovely bloke. Um, right, okay, we've got Noble, we've got Czech. Who is next there, my friend? I'm gonna go. So I've gone with a four-four-two, nice and traditional. Nice. nice. Uh, left mid. I've got to go. Best player I've ever seen in a West Ham shirt, Dimitri Payet. Um, you know, you talk about memories. Some of the goals he scored: free kick against United in the cup, free kick against Crystal Palace, his solo goal against Borough. You know, there's so many times where in games you just thought this is so so even, and then he's the difference. Like he was legitimately probably one of the top five players in the world at that time. And to have him at West Ham, that was just mental. Like you look at the stats, the mm. chances created stats, especially for that period. He was above uh, the Urzils, the Messies, you know, the top players at the time. He was just leading the way. And I remember the, the Euros when he went to the Euros and uh, I was, you know, almost supporting France yeah, and he scored indeed. a lot of crucial goals and, and was, um, I think he won player of the tournament. And it was just like, he was just absolutely absolutely on top of the world at that time it was incredible to see incredible to see yeah no he was you're, you're totally right and it was just having that having someone who was like yeah literally one of the top players in the world playing for your club it's it's a feeling we're probably not going like, to get too often so you know again should have enjoyed it more when we were when he was playing for us and, mm-hmm. i mean you know it, people are making parallels to mr lingard and his impact on the team albeit a shorter amount of time arguably but um too soon he, for me too soon for yeah me. i mean pyatt made pyatt made that he didn't make you know he was he'd get a lot of i think while like, lingard's different i think lingard i see lingard's more of a, a team player do you know what i mean uh, pyatt mm-hmm. was very much yeah, for pyatt and that's no wrong about it because he was a, he was a fantastic player um and i think you know the wounds have been healed somewhat now so people are appreciating what he because obviously that final season he gave us that final if it wasn't for him we would not have had that season um yeah. it'd been such an amazing season so yeah and isn't he something like still top of like some some like premier league like uh, like chances created yeah. or something ridiculous five years yeah. on or something ridiculous it's mental it's he's yeah he's still hanging around in the top five for like chances created since 2013 or something like that and he was only you know playing fully for two two and a half seasons it's it's mental it's mental yeah. 
crazy. Yeah, what a player. Okay. Ten million as well. I know, crazy, isn't it? Two two Sufals. Um two Sufals. Right. <laughs> That's how I. That's how I. That's how I sort of judge players now. Oh, uh, you can get five Vladimir Sufals for twenty-five million. Um, <laughs> right. Okay. So we'll put Payet on the left. Who's going to go on the right then? I'm going to go. It's a bit of a cheat because he did play up front, but he was a winger as well. I'm going to go with Marko Arnautovic. Oh, um, another from one, one snake to another. <laughs> yes, another controversial one, um, and I think. The wounds haven't healed as much with Onaltovich yet. You know, there's there's still been rumours that he could come back, come back to West Ham, and people are a lot of people yeah. are really, really against it. Um, but he was just such a bastard, and yeah. they're horrible to play against players like that. But when you've got them on your team, it's brilliant. I remember when we were playing against Burnley, and he shouted in one of the defenders' faces. I La- think it was yeah, uh, he laughed at him, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, laughed at his laughed at him when he scored, and it was just. Uh, you won those players that just wound up the opposition so much, but it's so brilliant that, that he was on on your side. Yeah, no, we I mean, we we do well with those types of players. I mean, we obviously yeah. Kevin Nolan was very much our bastard, a bastard, yeah. bastard player. Um, you know, Craig Bellamy, people like that. And you're right with Arnautovic; he was a nasty piece of work um, for the opposition. Um, and the ironic the ironic thing is he is <laughs> he's still he's the he's the he's the best person for the david boy's position yeah. that striker yeah you know what i mean antonio had to, he's had to make do to get antonio in you know uh, i don't think he was would have been necessarily his first choice but he's worked arnie was the arnie was the best player for that striking position he could hold the ball up yeah. he had skill he had pace he was strong enough he could hold it up as well if he wanted to um and he scored some good. He scored a lot of goals for us in a relatively short yep. amount of time as well. And again, as you said, he, he started on the right, floundering under Billich, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Moyes Moyesified him into this striker, and he just terrorised defenders, as you said, laughing yep. in Ben Mee's face. You know, against Burnley and stuff. I mean, you know, absolutely brilliant. It'd be interesting to see if he ever did come back to these shores. I don't think he would because I think Moyes. Mm-hmm. You know, there was there was rumours that he, he turned down signing Diego Costa because of that. You know, keeping the team spirit yeah. going, yeah, and I, I think that. he would know. You know, the the effect that the t- he had leaving the team. Um, from, yeah, mm-hmm. Mark would obviously have it in his ear telling him that. So, um, but yeah, Arnie, 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 Arnie. Right, okay, up front then. Who's your first striker then, Johnny? So first striker, um, I'll go with one from the from the past. Going to go Dean Ashton, who I think is still, you know probably the best striker again that I've seen at the club but yeah. just career was was hampered by injuries um and you saw even in Mark Noble's Noble's testimonial when he scored that overhead kick he's he's still got it um yeah. and he was just such a talented player but his career was just cut off cut off too short because he could have had a brilliant career for West Ham in England and yeah such a shame such a shame it player. is a shame, yeah. And you're right. He he was. I mean, you know, he. There's no doubt he would have he would have been an England international for many, many, many years, and he would have been critical yeah. for England. He'd been, you know, because he was just that, as you said, a complete striker. I've said it before. He's he's the player that Harry Kane wishes he is. Because you know I mean? <laughs> he would never. I mean, the way I saw it, you're right. He was a complete striker. He would. He had enough pace to get past. It wasn't blistering, but he had enough to get past players. He was skillful. He, he had a shot. He'd score on both, both, you know, both feet. And you know, not being funny, I would never see Harry Kane doing a bicycle kick. <laughs> would you? He's just not it's that true. type of player. Whereas Dino was was knocking him out of the park. Man United is it even bloody Mark Noble's testimonial? How many years after he technically retired? You know, um, still got in his locker. Um, 
yeah, I mean, who knows if it's if he wasn't injured and Sean Wright Phillips and Danny Min, how how many time, how many years he'd still be at West Ham? You know, I can see him of going to Man United and partnering Rooney for England and Man United, but you know, yeah, that's a sliding yeah. doors moment. But you know, uh, yeah, Dino top shout. It was he in my eleven. Yeah, he was in he was in my eleven as well. Um, and who's Dino going to partner up front then? I'm going to go with uh, Mickey Antonio as his mm. as his strike partner. I could have put him as my right back, my right winger, my left winger, but I've gone with him as my striker. You know, right back, and that, right. that just shows how yeah right back, how, how versatile he is. But I think you know he's one of these players that I think I heard someone say the other day that he's the best the best worst player that <laughs> they've seen because he sort of he doesn't really. I think I saw it on Soccer AM a few years ago. He said he doesn't even know what he's going to do when he gets the ball. So how are defenders meant to know what he's going to do? Exactly. Um, he's he's such a handful. Like any defenders that come up against him, it's so difficult because he's so strong, he's so quick, and then he's just got that unpredictable element as well. And he's and his finishing has improved lately. And you know, it's shown his goal return this season. Without without the injuries, he would have you know he would be right up there. So yeah. Great yeah, player. I know what you mean. Yeah, it is. And again, I think there's something special about a player who's come through the ranks. You know, he hasn't gone into the academy, yeah. At, yeah. you know, from the age of eight and stayed at Man City and ended up at like, you know, like Foden or, you know, that type of player. You know, he's he's worked his way up from non-league and you can see, you know, he takes every, every game so seriously. The frustrating thing is now, I mean, that Wolves game where he just, that half an hour, but, you know, he gave a, probably the best half hour I've seen him play. It's incredible. He was incredible. Oh, absolutely on fire. Yeah. Um, and as you said, he has improved, definitely. I, yeah. I I still say we're a striker away from being a dangerous team. You know, if we had a striker, yeah. you know, we've hit the post, well, including Jared Bowen hitting the post himself. <laughs> I think we've hit hit the post, including Bowen, 21 times, I think, or 20, 21 times a season. Most in the league, more, most in the league. Yeah. Could you imagine? I mean, West Ham Clips has had an absolute field day. Um, <laughs> we sit there, we sit there. It's funny, we sit there in the in the in the ground, like uh, like me and Martin, who's the announcer and and, and our floor manager. And like when, when when someone hits the post, one of them says, "Oh, poor Tiddles." You know, it's always the way. And, uh, <laughs> And when when when, uh, when Bowen hit like, fell into it, fell into the post on Sunday on Sunday, it was oh, it was just so funny. But he was like, oh, there we go, it's a classic. But you're right, Antonio. He's just like, yeah. As I said, if we converted half of those goals that hit the post, we'd be we'd be would be th- third, even second, you know, easily. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, he's a top top boy. As you said, the best worst player he's seen. Yeah, that's a really good way of explaining it. Really good way. Uh, right, so that's the squad. There's the team, man. There's the team. See, I Looks managed good. to type in Yaskalainen correctly. Um, <laughs> had to had to reduce the font size for it to fit in. Um, but yeah, nice nice team. I, I like it as well because it's not an obvious team. Do you know what I mean? People like Kiate, um, mm. Arnautovic don't get a lot of shout outs. But you know, as you said, it's. It's, it's just a generational thing as well, and as you said, you know, you could easily have been influenced and put put in, you know, more of the of the team that's at the moment. But um, but no, I think yeah, I think you've played a good one there, Johnny. I think you played a good one. Uh, right, and and that's it, my friend. That's it, my friend. Obviously, anyone who hasn't, I mean, with thirty odd thousand people on Facebook, you've probably got quite a few fans. But obviously, check out you know West Ham Fan Zone on Facebook and and Twitter and Instagram, and um, make sure you keep an eye on them because, as you said, more stuff's going to start coming in soon. 
and yeah, a lot um, more to come. A lot more to lot come. More to come. Brilliant. And then obviously, thank you to everyone for watching or listening. Whatever you've done, give it a like, give it a share, um, become a member, become a patron, whatever. Um, and from myself and from Johnny, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Wash those hands. Get those appointments. <laughs> your uh, get your jabs. You've got a little while to go, I imagine, Johnny. For you, get jabs. Don't worry, man. You yeah, I've got away. I've got you don't like fat enough. You don't like old enough. <laughs> I was fat enough, so I'm, 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 I'm one done already, one done. But yeah, um, but anyway, for me and Joey, take care and stay safe. Come on, you irons, and we'll see you all again very, irons. very soon. Take care. Much love, Bowie. Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus.